Okay, Bisayatid Dishmai, the last day of Masachatani. We're halfway through Lamed Amabed. The Mishnah says, Rabbi Dov, Mechaye Bekfiya Tamita Velahodulo Chachami. They require people to overturn their beds, which is a practice they used to do for Avilod as well. Chachami did not agree with this. Tanya, they learned in the Brayta. Amr Lod Rabbi Dov, they said to Rabbi Dov, Rabbi Dov, according to your words that you have to turn over the beds, Uberot Dominico, Tamateliem. What are you going to do with the pregnant and nursing women? And I guess like they are, they have to fast, I guess, on some level, but they can't turn the beds over. It's impossible. They, they can't handle that. That's that's not uh, fair to them. So, Amelahem, uh, he says to them, No, Afani, Lo Amarti, No, even I only said they should do it for people who can do it. Tanya Melchi, the Zabarta says the same thing. Meaning, that you don't overturn the bed if a person is not able to do it. And furthermore, when you are able to do it. So, in my benayus, then what's the difference between the two opinions? That sounds like they agree. Where it says, no. The difference is the other beds in the house. Tanya, Zabarta told us, when they said they have to overturn the beds, it's not only your bed, so you have a little bit of discomfort when you sleep. They overturn all the other beds in the house as well. And that, I guess, would be the difference that Rabbi said you should overturn them, and you wouldn't have to overturn those. Um, the halacha is like our tanami, not like these brightas, which make it sound like Rabbi Chachamim actually agree. Rather, it's like our Mishnah, which makes it sound like Rabbi completely disagree. There's no need for Kriyatamita, and that is, in fact, the halacha. Okay, now we move on to the famous weird day of Tuba Av. There weren't like great days among the Israel, like the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. We understand Yom Kippur because it's a day of uh, forgiveness and atonement. And it's the day when the last of the second son of Lucha were given to Ben Israel. So we get why Yom Kippur is such a special day, a happy day. Ella Tedva Ba'av, Tu Ba'av, Mai, what is this Tu Ba'av you're saying so much about? So, Amar Vida Mershmuel, Yom Shehutru Shvatim Lazo Lavoza Bazaz. We're going to see a bunch of opinions here. Okay, so Shmuel says that it's the day that the Shvatim were permitted to marry each other. What are we talking about? Um, remember the, the story of Benot Slovchad. Benot Slovchad came and complained that they, uh, after they got the land, you know, because they didn't have any brothers, so they were given land on behalf of their father's family. They also were complaining that they had this issue where if they were to marry men from their tribe, the, the land usually goes according to the men. Actually, men from different tribes, excuse me. Uh, back up. The people from the tribe uh, of Menashe complained. And they said if these women would marry men from other tribes, then the men would take over the, uh, the property and it would go then to other tribes. So therefore, they were commanded they were only allowed to marry men from their own shevet. Okay, but then that ended. And once that ended, that was a celebratory day because now it's more of a, like an achtos. So he said, my darish, what was the drasha? This, keyword zeh, is the matter that Hashem commanded to build meaning davar zeh, this matter, lo yehinoheg elabador zeh. It's only in practice for this generation, but not beyond, and that's the celebration of Duba. Amar of Yosef, Rav Nachman, that's a different idea. Yom shehutar sheva binyamin lababagal. It's a day that sheva binyamin was allowed to marry the Jewish people. Shnei Marta says, when the story of Pilagish Begiva, the ish is around the the punishment is that because of terrible behavior, they, they said that no one's going to marry women from Sheva Binyamin. 
And then what happened? My darsh, what did Russia? Amarav mi menu from them, meaning only specific that below mi mi banenu, but not from our sons. Meaning our generation will impose this ban on marrying Sheva Benjamin, but not beyond. And never once that was permitted. That's also a celebration again of Achdus. Okay. Um, Amar, excuse me, Rabbi Babarachana, Rabbi Yochanan, Yom Shekalu Bo Metei Bar. In the third interpretation, it's the day when the people of the generation of the Midbar ceased dying. To Amar Mar, Achelo Kalu Metei Midbar Lo Haya Dibor Im Moshe, as it was stated that until all of the people of the generation of the, de- of the, of the Midbar died out, there was no speech from Hashem to Moshe. Shneimar just says, Vayikasher Tamu Kol Anshei Amilchama Lamut. And once all the people of the of the of the war died, by Daber Hashem, Eli, Hashem spoke to me. Eli Hayahadibur, meaning that there was now Dibur once again. Right, this is where the idea that if you uh, think about the, the, the way the Midrash, another Midrash talks about this idea that every uh every Tishabab was the Xera, right, of the Bizarns, right, of the uh, of the Maraglim, so that every day uh, every year, excuse me, they would all dig their graves, this is Midrash, and they would lie down in their graves, okay? And then, uh, some people didn't wake up, and some people did wake up. And that's what they did every single year. And the last year of the Midbar, the people laid down in their graves, and nothing happened. And then they were, okay, they tried again, and they tried again. And only once two Ba'av hit, when there was a full moon, they were certain it was like Tisha Ba'av had passed. You couldn't even be totally certain that you saw the full moon, then they realized there was no more, that they were no longer uh, going to die. I'm not sure why they didn't know in advance. That's a midrash. That's a midrash. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, that's it. But that's the idea here. You see the idea that uh, two of they stopped dying. Okay. Now it says, Ula Amar Yom Shibi Tel Hoshea Ben Ela Prostiot Shehu Shiv Yeravam Ben Avada Hadrachim Shalola Yalu Yisrael Aregel. So Ula says a different idea. It was a time when Hoshea Ben Ela, the king, nullified and removed the uh, guards that Yeravam Ben Avada had set up on the on the uh, on the roads to prevent people from being Ola Aregel. Okay, so once he removed those, he could do it. But Amar, he said, moving on to Lamed Aleph and Aleph, but Amar, Le'ezeh, Shiritu, Yalu, which wherever you want to go, you can go. I mean, wherever you want to go to Beit you want to go to the Mishkan, and uh, in Yerushalayim, you want to go to Shiloh, wherever you want to go, you can uh, go. Okay, uh, another opinion. Rav Matna Amar, Yom Shenitnu Harugei Beitar Likvura. Right, much later in Jewish history, when the people from Beitar were uh, were killed, so at a certain point, they were allowed to be buried. They had been slaughtered, they weren't, and then they weren't allowed to be buried at first, then they finally were. That was the celebration that happened on Tubab. The Amar and Ramada furthermore said, That uh, uh, Ramada says that the, time, the day that the Arugi Beitar were allowed to uh, be buried, they made a takana in Yavne, uh, that of the bracha of Hatov Behametiv. This is the fourth bracha of um, Berkat Muslim. Right? I mean, the first three brachas of Berkat Muslim are considered to be Mido Oraita. That's why we call Berkat Muslim in the Gemara Shalosh Brachot, and also why when we say Alamichiyah, the official name is Me'en Shalosh. Right? It's like a, it's like a quasi three brachot. There is a fourth bracha that's Mido Rabbanu because of Harugei Beitar. Why do we say Hatov Behametiv? Hatov Sheilohi Sirichu. They're called good because um, they, their bodies did not decay. That Metiv and Metiv that he would allow them to be buried. Okay, so it's a funny, interesting idea. And somebody said the idea that Sadiqim's bodies don't uh, decay. Okay, and that's what happened apparently according to, according to this uh, story with uh, the Haruge Beitar, at least before they were buried, it was like. Okay, Rambam Rav Yosef Damer Tevayu Yom Shapasku Milichrot Eitzim L'Maracha. Another explanation of what happened to Bab. It's the day when they stopped cutting trees for the Maaracha for the altar. 
Okay, and that actually is a little more like it connects back to stuff we were talking about earlier, right? The people, the Anshe Maracha, who would you know who would uh, bring these gifts. Uh, as we said, the Tanya, if you learn the Bright, the Rabbi Lazar Gadol, Mer Bechamisha, Sarba Abba Elach Tashash Kolchal Shalchama. For the 15th and Ab and An, the power of the the strength of the uh, sun is weakened. And it would no longer cut down the trees because it wouldn't dry out properly, right? Anyone who's done any uh, any uh, time spent in the woods and making fires, you know that you want to make fire from not fresh wood but dry wood, right? You always want to use dry wood, not the fresh wood. And the idea would be that when they cut the trees down, it's still pretty fresh. It needs to really dry out from all the moisture that's inside. I guess the idea was that from Kuba Avan on, the, the sun is slightly less powerful and therefore wouldn't dry out properly to be used in Marcha. So that was the day when they stopped doing that. And I guess that was like a little bit of a celebration, right? Like we got all the wood we need and we're good to go. Okay. Amar Abinasha, Abinasha says, Yom Tavar Magal. It's that they call that day the day of the breaking of the uh, sickle. Okay, like that, they used to cut down, I guess, uh, I mean, you know, they used to an axe, they used to cut down, whatever, they cut down the trees, and it's like, uh, they, 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 they could break the sickle in a certain sense because they could, uh, they could uh, move on. Mikan ve'elach, from then on, to Mosif Yosef. Uh, now, we say here, Mosif Yosef means somebody who's Mosif, who adds on, I guess the idea was here to add on to his Torah study in the evenings, I guess they have exactly longer evenings now, so you have more time to study Torah. So anyway, that, Yosef, will be add on to his life. But the long Mosif, and somebody who didn't do that, Yeasef, will be gathered in. What does that mean? Tani Rabbi Yosef, my yeyasei. What does it mean? Yeyasei. It's a little harsh here. Amar of Yosef, chikberei imed. His mother will bury him. You know, like you're going to be condemned to like a short life if you don't uh, spend extra time learning. So this is a really good uh, uh, gemara about late night in the base. If you want to pick one line, this would be our this would be our line. Late night in the base. Okay, moving along. He says, So we go out in the fields. Tani Rabbanu, we learned in the Brayta. Bat melech shoelat mibat kohen gadol. We said that all they had their garments and they would all borrow their garments, right? So who, how did it work? So it says, well, a daughter of a king, she would borrow from the next level down, which is bat kohen gadol. Bat kohen gadol mibat skan. The daughter of the kohen gadol will get it from the daughter of the skan. The skan is like the vice kohen gadol. He'd be like the replacement kohen gadol and gets the kohen gadol conserved. Ubat skan mibat mashua pachama. The daughter of the skan would take the mashua pachama. Mashua pachama is the one who would make the declaration before they go to battle, telling people about if you're, you know, if you're scared, you go home, or different people have to go home. You got married, whatever. You know, new house, etc. So that's the next level. The daughter of from a regular Cohen's daughter, and the whole Israel Sholim Zembizeh, and then all the Israel, the rest of them, those are like ranked ones. I guess everyone else is gonna borrow from each other. What's the idea? Not to embarrass somebody that doesn't have. So he gets me a big like pile of all these different dresses, or whatever, and then he just handed them out randomly, so no one had better than anybody else. Okay, the only thing said further in the Mishnah, Kola came in to Unin Tvila. They all required to be put in the mikvah. You never knows like, who's Tame, what's not Tame, so they prepared it all in advance by dipping them all in the mikvah to make them Tahor. Amra Bilazar, Afilim Kupalim, Melechim Kupsa, even those that were folded and put into a box, which made it look like they hadn't been used in a long time, didn't make a difference. Everything had the same treatment, you know, put it all in the, uh, in the mikvah. Furthermore, Vinoti Israel, Yotoba Cholopa Karmim says that the goddess would go out and they dance in the vineyards. Tana, Misha, Enlo, Isham, Nifna, Lasham. And they said, anybody didn't have a wife would go over there and go try to find. The wife. This is like sort of the famous idea, right? You're going to dance around, whatever, in the thing. A little strange. Now, what do they say to each other? So then, the different people with different qualities, the women with different qualities, which would advertise themselves through advertising the qualities. Here's a new bride. What would the beautiful women say? 
They say, women, uh, put your eyes on the Yobi. Pay attention to her beauty. Because a woman's really for her beauty. I don't know, not so great, but it comes from the women. What would the women who have a uh, family, uh, good family lineage? Well, they say, they should put your, you know, pay attention to the family. Because bottom line, women are there for children. So you want to have children from a good family. Not very PC here. What would the ugly ones say? You should acquire what you acquire uh, for the sake of heaven. Okay? As long as you dress us up in gold, meaning in jewelry, you can you always like pretty us up a little bit, and it'll be fun. Okay, not the most PC Gemara there. Okay, anyhow. Amar Ula, Bira. Ula Bira said as follows. Amar Abelazar, named Abelazar. Atid HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a beautiful Gemara. There's a beautiful ending. Atid HaKadosh Baruch Hu la'asod machola sadikim. So talking on the topic of dancing, Hashem in the end will make a, 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 a circle, like a dance of sadikim. Uh, I think Rav Salvation describes this as like a, like a circle where everyone's in the, you know, in the same place. Okay? And it says here, V'hu Yosheh B'nehem, and God would sit among them, B'gan Eden, in Gan Eden, V'kol achad v'achad and everyone would show point with their fingers. They have a shem kibiyachol in the middle. All the tzaddikim in a, in a beautiful circle around. Everyone points to Hashem. Shemar it says ve'amar bayomahu. It says on that day hinei Eloheinu zeh. This, this is our God. We hope for Him, and, he's, uh, and, and the, uh, He'll save us. This is the God that we, uh, you know, we, we hope for, we waited for. We'll rejoice in His salvation. In this beautiful idea, of sort of like this idea that looking to Hashem as the source of all our salvation, which is a great fitting end for Masachatani, which is all about diving to Hashem for lack of rain. To the end of the Masacha is this beautiful idea that in the end of days we have that sense. I don't know if I'm sick of the Seum, guys.